Hello, I'm Lisa Bien, and welcome to Bouncing Back. Self-esteem is the one topic I think we cannot cover enough. We're taught math, reading, and English, but who teaches us how to love who we are and become the best versions of ourselves? Today, we're talking about self-esteem and the impact it has when you accomplish a personal goal and about what it takes to build a positive image of yourself, whether you succeed or fail. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Lisa Bien, and welcome to Bouncing Back. That makes a way. <laughs> Be honest and communicate. Honest. Your authentic self is yeah. so critical. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Bouncing Back from Self-Esteem. Let's welcome our guest, Julian Taylor. Julian is a senior and football player here at Temple University. Before joining the Owls, he developed a powerful sense of individualism. When he joined the team, he realized that he could inspire people, which helped build his self-esteem more than any ideal or athletic accomplishment. Being part of a team helped him grow, develop, and see the value he had for others, not just for himself. Thank you, Julian, for joining us today. Our next guest is Monica Williams. Monica Williams has a... Our next guest is Monica Williams. Monica Williams has a BA in psychology and an MA in counseling. She has worked as a mental health counselor in the fields of sexual abuse and addiction for years. Today, she's a life coach and a network marketer. Over the years, she's helped so many people by sharing her insights on the complex nature of how we abil our ability to relate to ourselves. Monica, it's my pleasure to have you join us today. So, first of all, full disclosure, I love Julian. <laughs> He's been my student for a few semesters and he has shared his story with me. So when we were talking about self-esteem and the confidence in the show, Julian stepped up and said, I'd love to be on the show. Yeah. So for uh, people who are watching the show right now, tell us your story. So it all started in middle school. I was in the 10th grade and I wasn't really doing anything active. I was kind of like a video game player. Oh, sounds like my son. So. You know? <laughs> so one day I decided to join or try out for the varsity baseball team. So my dad, he bought me all the fancy baseball. I got the mitt, the cleats. And uh, like the tryout, during the trial, I wasn't like, I wasn't prepared at all. <laughs> I didn't have any confidence. You know, my dad said, you know, if you want to do something, you have to go on 100%. So going to 11th grade, in the 12th grade, I tried out for the football team at my first high school, and I wanted to be a quarterback. <laughs> uh, I seen Cam Newton, that was the year he was at Auburn, and so he was so well, glorious. Well, Thomas, you've Gloria. got so, pre-diabetes, so fame and attention. But with more and exercise and a change and in diet, he strapped up and he went and did his job, and it was that easy. But of course not, and I learned my lesson there again. So this is uh, 2013, this summer. Uh, I, I at least enrolled in like 10 summer camps and just doing that and just being consistent with, you know. How old were you, Julian? I'm sorry. At this time, I was 18. So you were 18 yes. and you were just enrolling in summer camps to be consistent in football? Yes, okay. d just to try because I never played like prior to this. I never had went through a full season of football. So I'm just like, I'm just going off of raw ability. I'm a tall guy long. So I'm just going off of like what I see on TV. And so going to do those camps and developing as a player and getting confidence through those camps and learning 
and listening and having like mentors, I ended up having a successful senior year in high school. And uh, coming to Temple, I of course wasn't, you know, all, all the way mature. Mm-hmm. So of course it was trials and tribulations. And my freshman, sophomore year, I didn't, I still didn't know what it was to really work hard and actually prepare. You're saying some great things, yeah. right? 18 years old, he's never played football before. He decides he's going to go all in. And I love what your dad said. Your dad said, if you're going to do something, go all in and do it well, right? Yes. What a powerful message, right? Yeah. To go all in. So you're 18, you're at summer camp. Mm-hmm. You're Now you come to Temple, right? Yes. Okay. And then you make the team. Yes. And it changes your... It really changed... Uh, I really thought it was just me, me, me all the time, but mm-hmm. it really changed me from having like an individualistic mindset to like really having like a community mindset and just like being a mentor to people because they see even like younger guys on the team say I'm a junior and they're freshmen just coming in. They see me working hard, see me, you know, uh, doing good things on the field. It, 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 uh, my self value just goes up because I see that I can impact people. Yeah. And, you know, and touch people. So. Is that common that we see that, that people have difficulty, low self-esteem, low self-worth, and then they join a team and they feel yeah better mm-hmm. about themselves? Yeah, absolutely. And I really like what you said before about, like, seeing Cam Newton and, you know, he had, like, all the fame and glory, mm-hmm. but then, like, kind of learning, a, like, another lesson from that, that it's 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 not about that it's not about the fame and glory comes from when you are like doing something you love and being a part of something else and affecting other people and yeah I mean when you when you're a part of a team it's it's not just about you and Mm -hmm. um, it's not just about your own personal success or again getting that like attention and fame it really is about um, being a part of something bigger than yourself and it gives you that like worth that is beyond just you. you. You know that you matter and that you're important to the people around you and to, to like a bigger goal. And that's why, um, you know, we see the famous players and they're getting fame and glory because they're doing what they love and what they're good at and they're doing it with other people. And whenever they give their speeches, they always say, um, I wouldn't be able to do this without my teammates. You know, I, it, it's, it's not about me, it's about my teammates, that's what my coach is, it's about what we all did together and we worked hard for this and we put in the work and you always say that, always, it's never just about themselves. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, what I think is interesting too though, I think it's really interesting conversation that we should talk about a little bit is they did the hard work. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and I think that what happens for athletes or anybody really, uh, we want to do something, we want to be the best at it um, the, the minute we do it, right? Yes. Nobody wants to work hard anymore. Everybody, you looked at Cam Newton and you said, okay, I want to be <laughs> as good as Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. But you knew that there was a level of hard work. Yes. You know, my 13-year-old son pl- does what you do. He plays video games. He's, you know, and he wants to be a professional baseball player. We'll get out there and do the work, <laughs> right? Yeah. But then what happens is, is that a lot of times people go out for the team yeah. or will change it for the cheer team, whatever, and they don't make it because they didn't yeah. do the hard work and it depletes them, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, in, in your introduction, you mentioned how we respond to success and failure. And even sometimes those words are hard because if, if we think of ourselves as like, like making mistakes versus even failing, because we do have to work hard. We have to put in the effort and along the way, we're gonna mess up. It's, 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 um, it's inevitable. So being able to look at 
look at that differently and know that if we work hard, we can achieve our goals. And if we are able to take feedback um, and make changes and adjust, and that it doesn't have to just be about, oh, I tried once and I failed. Like that's a, uh, we're trying to change that mindset into you know being able to grow and, and move and. You said something about taking feedback though. I think what's important to discuss also is when you're looking to build your self-esteem who do we take the feedback from, yes. I think, is a really important thing sure. to talk about mm -hmm. because you want to be a professional football player. Yes. You want to take advice from somebody who's been there, done that, mm -hmm. and someone who you respect, not somebody who wants to maybe hold you back, right? Right, right. right. yeah. Well, I would ask you, in, in, as, as you learned um, about being part of the team and, and getting better and improving, who, like, who did you get feedback from? Who did you listen to? Mm -hmm. So... The coaches, my teammates and coaches, like, were big, you know, in the mentorship. So whether it was somebody that was a year or two older than me, mm -hmm. they always held me accountable. Yes. And so did the coaches. They held me accountable on, and, like, more importantly, off the field because that's where everything yeah. goes on, like, 95% of the time. Yeah. So it was, to this day, I still get mentored by my coaches. Yeah. I still have players that I look up to mm -hmm. and that still give me advice. Yeah. And and it works yep. and I didn't see that when I was younger like a, a freshman yeah. that what they were doing for me I thought they were just heckling me or <laughs> just trying to ignore me but so, so that can backfire too mm -hmm. for somebody who goes out to play a yeah. on a team and they don't make that team or they're on the team but they don't get that proper role model yeah mm -hmm. right that can really hurt your self-esteem mm -hmm. absolutely I think it's like a mature thing because I had it's people that have been on the team and who aren't on the team today you know what I mean? Just because of that, they couldn't take the advice or, you know, they, they couldn't, un like, withstand the level of accountability that we're, like, enabling them on. So, you know, it depends on, like, who's really mentoring that person, how you relate to that person. You know, not everybody's going to listen to you, yeah. but they might listen to, you know, my teammate Adrian or my teammate Sharif, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it depends. It depends who the person is. Yeah. I think everybody should at least try to reach out to the person and see who clicks. And if they don't, then I think it's something that the coaches have to go into. So Julian's lucky, yeah. right? Julian got on the football team. He's found his self-worth. You yeah. know, his goal is that he's going to make it. So anybody wants to pick him up, he's going to be available <laughs> in a year. Yeah. <laughs> so his goal is to make the professional football, right? He yeah. wants to be a professional football yeah. player. And God willing, I hope that happens for you. But let's, let's take it another step for somebody who doesn't have a football team. Someone's mm -hmm. watching the show right now, and they're saying, I have very low self-worth. Right. I don't feel good about myself. First of all, can you define for the audience the difference between self-worth and self-esteem? Yes. It's very, tri <laughs> it's very tricky. tricky. It's very tricky. There's, there's a lot of words and a lot of definitions out there. But for me, it, it comes down to, um, I would say self-worth is about my worth as like a human being. That, that regardless of what I'm doing in the world, you know, successes, failures, achievements, setbacks, um, being successful in one area or, or another, depending, everything changes in life. But regardless of all of that, that, that I have inherent worth as a human being. Um, and that that can, that never changes. That I am I am worthy um, of love and acceptance and being a part of the world and being a part of something. Um, and then I would say self-esteem is more about um, the words like confidence, competence, uh, respect for myself and others, and being being a 
being actively a part of something in the world. Um, and so it's so it's so important clearly to have both of them. We need to we need to have both because sometimes our self-esteem, like you said, it does waver. Sometimes we go out for the football team and we might work hard and we might listen, but it still doesn't work out. And so then we need to maybe go try something else that we're good at. Perfect. So we're going to take a break here and we're going to continue our conversation about bouncing back into positive self-esteem and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We're talking about bouncing back into positive self-esteem. So we are talking about self-esteem and self-worth. And it's interesting because I think people use it so interchangeably, yeah. self-worth yeah. and self-esteem. So now I want to spend some time talking about how do we develop that? Mm -hmm. How do we create good self-esteem? How do yeah. you or self-worth? You know, it took me years to get both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, it's not easy, yeah. right? right? Mm -hmm. How did you get it other for, than football? For self-esteem? Uh, it's self-worth, just how I carry myself, and just how I see how I impact people. You know, just the way through how I care for my teammates or my friends or if I had a girlfriend or, you know I mean? Through everybody that I come in communication with, that's how I measure my self-worth and how positive it is. And for my self-esteem, you know, outside of football, it's just, you know, knowing that everybody's a human and nobody's perfect. That's what does it for me. I love that. Yeah, I love Julie, that Julian, I always loved you, but now I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. That was so beautiful. Oh, that remembering that everyone is human and nobody's yes. perfect. Everyone is human and nobody's perfect. Yes. And that is great. And I think I think something else that you said is really important too is to remain positive. You yes. know, if we have a positive outlook on life and yeah. we wake up in the morning and we think positive, we're yeah. gonna have what? Yes. Positive day, right? We'll be happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they talk a lot these days about the power that we have to create our day and to feel how we want to feel. And, you know, it can be uh, more difficult than it, than it sounds. But if we practice it just like anything else, then we will get good at it. So if we practice looking at the positive things, the things we're doing well, the, the successes that we have, the people that we're affecting and sharing love with and people that we respect and what we're a part of, rather than always focusing on the things maybe we think we did wrong, um, then that will increase our self-esteem just by doing that. And that doesn't even account for, um, all, uh, like on a given day, the things you do do well and the people that you do hang out with, um, which I think is also really important. You want to spend your time with people who are able to, um, like you kept talking about people holding you accountable, yeah. um, but giving you positive feedback. So mm -hmm. people can give us like, you know, constructive criticism without being mean or judgmental or critical and I think sometimes people get stuck there they think they have to tell you that what you did was wrong and that you mm -hmm. should feel bad about it but um, the mindset should really be what's going well and then how can I Im improve what isn't going well exactly. and just being that way thinking that way and being around people who also think and act that way um, does a great deal for our confidence and our ability to move forward in life so we talked a lot about being part of a team, you mm -hmm. know, and, and that can help us with our self-confidence. And then we're spending time talking about the people we hang out with yeah. can really help our self-confidence. Okay, so there's a lot of external factors. You know, we have social media now that mm -hmm. can kill you and, you know, your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You're always comparing yourself. Am yeah. I? And then there's all these filters that people are using on pictures, right? So mm -hmm. there's a lot out there that can impact our self-esteem, positive and negative. Okay, yes. but let's spend some time talking about going inward. 
I think it's really important that we go inwards. And, and how do we do that? Yeah. Because I guarantee you there's somebody watching the show right now. They're yeah. saying, oh, yeah, it's really easy. Wake up. Be right. happy. Positive mm -hmm. self-esteem. Right. Doesn't work that way, yeah. right? Yes. Well, this is my favorite thing to talk about, so I will try to be oh, good. Concise. So we only have about 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's um, it's true. The we get very stuck in what's happening outside of us, and again, those successes and those failures, um, what other people think, mm -hmm. um, if other people are judging us, we just very we get stuck externally. So what we really need to do is bring our focus inward like literally stop paying attention to everything else out there, the people, the things, the media, all of it, the social media, I mean, and go inward and see see what is going on. So um, I know that people are talking a ton these days about mindfulness and meditation um, and self-reflection and all of that. And the reason is because if you don't stop paying attention to everything outside and start paying attention to what's going on inside, then you really have no idea uh, what is happening? How do you really feel? How do you really think? Um, why are you making the choices that you're making? And what you think, what you feel, and the choices that you're making, meaning like your behaviors, are the things that are going to directly affect your self-esteem in the world. Um, so again, by going inward, seeing what's really happening with yourself, um, is where is where you create that space to do something different if you need to. And so I know you mentioned at one point, um, trying to overcome the things that have brought us down and overcome the issues that have you know hurt our self-esteem yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people trying to tell us who we are yes. right or who we should be yeah. you know like i'm you know if you go on facebook and just in five minutes you know you're scrolling 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 yeah. we all do it i was out the other day i was at a restaurant i was watching everybody was scrolling 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 right yeah. so how do we get to know ourselves yeah. i don't think people take enough enough time to right. be alone and capture who they are right, exactly. right. I feel like uh, the first rule is to never compare yourself to anybody else you know that's when you know envy and jealousy I think comes in to a factor even though you might not see it but being envious I think is like kind of like being jealous because oh, I wish I was in your position because like if you're looking at someone on social media like you said people get to paint like certain personas of themselves Yes. and you really don't know like what's going on. I was having lunch the other day with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And I said to her, wow, your friend, so-and-so really has it all. She has a great life. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh my God. She said, she's miserable. Yeah. I said, but you can never tell from never her tell. social media exactly. status. She's always, you know, perfect family. So mm -hmm. nobody has that perfect life. And you really shouldn't be looking at other people's life. So that's, that's right. rule number one for you. I like that rule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Which goes back to what you said, too, about everyone's a human being, and we all have this inherent self-worth. Right. And when we tap into that, when we, when we step away from the outside world and other people and the comparing, and we really tap into that level of self-love and self-acceptance and self-worth that is there for all of us, mm -hmm. all of us as human beings, um, then then we, don't need, then we don't need to do that. Then we need to do that even less because we're already... Um, uh, receiving those good feelings and that sense of well-being and that sense of um, purpose and acceptance and love again um, and we don't have to do things on the outside world to get it to get those feelings because we already have them within us just by being who we are yeah. right. I think it's interesting too what you just said you said acceptance and love yeah I think those two words are really important yeah. I think it's interesting how 
people use the word love so loosely or they love others right. but they can't be kind and love themselves so right. I, I mean I think there has to be a certain level of s your s love you have to love who you are first mm -hmm. yes take time right right and I think uh, with that uh, you know everybody's special everybody has their gift and I think when they find that is there is on them to accept it another great point. I know. I love <laughs> I it. I love, I love it. this guy. <laughs> so you're saying that find your gift. Find yes. out what you're really like, good I, at. I thought I was a baseball player and then <laughs> I ended up playing football. So it was, it was really Well, I think that's an interesting point, Julian. I mm -hmm. think that's excellent. And I know you want to kind of laughing about it, but I think you thought you wanted to be a baseball player. Yeah. Somehow you thought and you were convinced. Now, had you not been open and flexible to something else. Right. Mm -hmm. You could have said, you know what, I'm not a baseball player. I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm right. done. And luckily, you know, I pursued football and, you know, I had a successful outcome. But, you know, it just wasn't baseball. I thought I was a tennis player. You know, it was really trials <laughs> and tribulations. So right. I'm just happy I was one, you know, to sacrifice. You sound like you had some good role models in your life, even mm -hmm. as a young adult. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. So who is the most, who inspired you the most to have this wonderful self-esteem that you have? Uh, I say my father because growing up he was always so confident and once again I thought like he woke up like that but, <laughs> <laughs> but I love that too <laughs> once again he woke up and he thought no. Julian you want to change spots I know he's <laughs> <laughs> so good right but it's true mm -hmm. I think that's an excellent point too I think that we all think that people walking around I remember being a college student here myself at Temple and you're looking around and you think they're smarter than me. Right. They got it all together. Oh, look at them. They're taking notes. I guess I better take notes. Right. And then sometimes you're like, well, why are they taking notes? There's really nothing, to, you know what I mean? But like, right. you're right. It's it's just really this knowing mm -hmm. who you are and, right. and, and, and knowing that everybody goes through at some time yeah. or another in their life about with bad self-esteem or self-worth. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's hard, right? Yeah. What are some good pointers you want to give us to share? I'm putting you on the spot. What no, no, no. I mean, it's exactly what you said, that you walk into the room and you, the first thing you do is you look around and you see what everyone else is doing and, and are they doing it better than you and are you doing it right and what should you be doing and what are they doing? And that's just that uh, chatter of like our external focus. You know, we're, we're obsessed with what's going on out there and how can we get approval from other people and how can we do what's right and what's good enough so that other people will see us that way as right and good enough. So again, it comes back to uh, looking inward, coming inward, really being able to take that time of self-reflection, knowing thyself. Again, whether there's all different ways you can meditate, um, even just the, again, I mentioned the mindfulness of that's all about paying attention to what's happening right here and right now and really paying attention to my thoughts and my feelings and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think we also mentioned earlier uh, the just the, the mindset, being able to change like we are conditioned to look at what's wrong right. that's sort of how we grow up so being able to being able to change that and it doesn't happen overnight but same thing as getting good at a particular sport you, know, you have to practice so mm -hmm. the more we practice uh, seeing what's right in the moment um, and tapping into those feelings of love and acceptance um, the more we will feel that way on an ongoing basis and the more we will feel well and we will feel happy and we will feel love and the less we will need to focus uh, externally to to receive those feelings if that makes sense oh it totally yeah. makes sense i always say that there's a f um 
there's that negative chatter yeah. we all hear it and right. you have to choose every day yes. you have to choose every day what kind of chatter you want to listen yes. to you want to listen to the negative chatter or you want to listen to the positive chatter yeah. but we're going to wrap it up so I just want to thank my guests, uh, Julian Taylor and Monica Williams, for sharing their experiences and their insights. We can't always be happy, right? But we can't always be, we can always stop the bad things that happen to us and to the people we care about. However, we can make choices about who we choose, how we choose to approach life and what we choose to dwell upon. Adopting a philosophy of gratitude helps us to focus on what is working in life. And if we build ourselves up with positive relationships and attitudes, we can use them to help us bounce back from what is standing between us and the happiness we desire. Once again, I'm Lisa Bien, and I look forward to seeing you next time on Bouncing Back. Hello, I'm Lisa Bien, and welcome to Bouncing Back. That makes a way. <laughs> Be honest and communicate. Be your authentic sound. That's yeah. so critical.